dear dad, it finally happened. I met a real-life cowboy. And the best part is, we're friends. His name is Ricky Jones. We met him last night. His barn was on fire and the whole gang helped to put it out. Just like Smokey the Ursaring taught us. It was a tough night for Ricky Jones. His herd of cattle Pokemon was stolen. He was trying to defend them, but everything went wrong. Even though he was having a hard time, he was still so kind to us. He's letting us stay at his place. It's a squeaky heaven. You'd really like it out here, Dad. It's quiet and peaceful, just like the sea. Tomorrow I start my life as a real cowgirl. Yeehaw! Fire up the banjo, Luca. I don't even know how to play banjo. Pearl. Yeah. Ricky. Morning has come over Marigold Ranch. As we look outside, we see uh, Fanta has gotten up early and climbed up on the roof and is going. <laughs> That's right. You'll love to see it. <laughs> you love to see it. But morning is here, the day of this rustler's reckoning, probably. But you all are up and about, have some uh, breakfast beans, I can only assume. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there like a little, like, is there an old wardrobe in this, wherever we're staying? Like, at what, whatever room, if there is a guest room? Yeah, absolutely. Can Pearl please have a cow, cowgirl outfit, please? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> This is the best. You got a, a a flight look, even though that was mostly you just rolling around in honey and feathers. But you know, yeah. I think it's only fair yeah. that if you have a flight look, you have a, you have a cow and a ranger look. You, you got to have a cowgirl. Yes, walk. my dreams. And then Celie wears her scarf more like a bandana this time, and also <laughs> has a cowgirl hat as well. Oh, 100 percent. And um, Pearl just has like the slowest walk down the stairs with her new boots. And if for any fr- friends who love Dolly Parton like I do, she does the, well, good morning to you. Hey, hey. And like, I can't even. Pearl just starts doing Mule Skinner. Yeah. Yeah, she does. I can't even like make up a fake one because that song is perfect in every single way, in my opinion. So I can't even try to spoof it. But that's what she sings. Oh, that is so <laughs> In her funny. new cowgirl outfit. And Seely backs her up. Rickley definitely just starts like clapping his hands and like stomping his feet. All right, yeah. yeah. Get it going, Pearl. All right. All right. <laughs> Ricky, do you mind if I borrow these clothes? They just feel like so right. They look fantastic on you. You know what, Pearl? You can have them. <gasps> really? Of course. As a reward for helping me out, that's the least I can do, please. Perfect, partner. Luca, Luca, you want something? I'm sure I got something that fits you. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll I'll take a little something. There's a magical wardrobe in that room that's got the perfect fit for you. (laughs) Just watch out for the fun. I think it's just like clothes from Ricky's childhood that he like just, you know, gradually outgrew, but they never like got rid of or anything. But except uh, it's definitely like not uh, his clothes from when he was like 10 because it, well, his like 10 year old clothes are the ones that fit Luca and his like six year old clothes are the ones that fit Pearl. I'm short for my age. (laughs) Actually, that's just an outfit that uh, McCoy wore as uh, Machop. Perfectly. Nice. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's really, really funny. I'm a chop outfit. (laughs) 
Now, I, I got a question for you. Just, just so I know, was McCoy the Machop like your starter? Was was McCoy your first one who's been with you all this time? Yeah, I've been thinking about it. I think so. Yeah, and I think I got Rosetta very shortly after. Nice. So those, yeah, so definitely McCoy has been since day one. That's my starter Pokemon. And then, uh, yeah, Rosetta, I think may, I think Rosetta was my first catch, actually. Nice. They, oh, they cool. feel like the most senior members uh, of the crew. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I didn't really have a story reason for asking that. I just wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, it all started on a rainy day out there in the field in the tall grass. And he goes into this very long monologue about catching. I love that. <laughs> While we eat breakfast, Pearl listens yeah. to that. It's like reading the back of the cereal box. Yeah. Ricky's been alone for a while. He he keeps, uh, you know, he hasn't been able to talk to many people. So he loves this. Love that. People who can, you know, respond back outside of like a. <clears throat> yes. Or like a. <clears throat> <laughs> What's baloney sound? Interesting. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, Ricky tells you uh, about the the story of you know catching these Pokemon. Uh, I think that Baloney the Tauros has uh, been been with you on the ranch, I guess, but has definitely not been around as long as the other two. But you you regale her with the tale of of catching them when you were a, a young lad, because Machop and Growlithe are. Pokemon that are, um, you know, native to this area. This area being the Potostroma Plains uh, is sort of the the greater, you know, area that we're in right now. Potostroma Plains? Yes. Okay. I know it sounds convoluted, but it goes along with the naming convention of the rest of the region. Wink. (laughs) Ding. But yeah, so you were you were uh, in this part of the Potostroma Plains, which is renowned for the cacti that grow tall and uh, a bright red. But so this is the area, uh, the, this particular uh, bunch of plains is before you start getting to more lush territory again, uh, once you get closer to Lake Chanterelle. But then obviously uh, further to the north uh, on the opposite side of Route 16, you've got, you know, the more plains and then the Kanoko Range. And then to the south is when you start getting to the Death Cap Desert and all that. Whoa, what? Yeah, the Death Cap Desert. Where are we headed? Hmm? I hope not there. <laughs> Gotta find out. Go ahead and grab a can of beans. Here we go to the desert. <laughs> oh, some, some beans for the road. Yep, nothing hydrates you more than a can of baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so where you all are at currently, uh, you're past uh, where Route 16 splits to go down to Route 14. Uh, if you went straight south, you would hit Death Cab Desert. And eventually, eventually, you would hit uh, Route 15. But you would have to go, like, south and then west. You'd have to go southwest if you're actually going to get to uh, Criminy City. Pearl gets confused by all of this because she's staring at her Pokedex trying to read, or her Pokegear trying to read the map, and it's just glitching. She goes, ah, I don't know where we're headed. I'm sorry, Ricky. (laughs) Uh, But uh, (laughs) with that said, uh, since you all are to the south of Route 16 right now, if you're wanting to, like, check in with any of the other farmers or ranchers or anything like that just to see if you can find out any more information. Your best bet's probably going to be to head north because you're about uh, as far south as uh, really a lot of the homesteads get before you just start hitting, you know, desert past your past your land. Well, Ricky, we'll definitely take your lead on this. Uh, what do you think best? Should we just try to um, follow any trail we could find? Or what do you think, neighbors? Yeah, well, I think that's the best bet is to, now that there's daylight, why don't we go ahead and check check out there in the field and see if we can't see something. But, you know, uh, Luca, I think you ha- you made the point last night to go ahead and check with some neighbors and, and talk to them. Uh, they're, they're quite a bit of ways. It's, everyone's got quite a bit of land out here, but it might be worth uh, checking in with them if they're if they're still around, if they haven't sold and, and moved yet. Um, 
unfortunately, that's been happening a lot lately. Uh, but yeah, how about we go ahead and check outside first? All right. Uh, so you all go outside to uh, check and see if you can find any uh, any clues as to what might have mm-hmm. happened out here uh, on this big trouble on Little Marigold Ranch. <laughs> uh, so go ahead. Uh, tell me in, in what way you are looking about the place. What are you doing to try to to try to find some answers? And I'll tell you what to roll. Yeah, Ricky goes out. He's he's pretty good at tracking Pokemon because every now and again, some members of the herd like leave, and he's got to track them down and bring them back. So he kind of knows what he's looking for. He's he's watching the ground, looking for tracks. You know, he does that cool thing. He's on his knees. And he, all right, all right. He picks up like a blade of grass and looks at it for a little too long. Like he might maybe be putting on a little bit of a show for his guests to kind of look cool. <laughs> you know, uh, he like licks a blade of grass and nods. <laughs> yes, okay. And uh, but really, he's just looking at the ground. <laughs> nice 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 pearl what are you doing what is the situation of like is there anything climbable climbable Mm -hmm. uh so in in this uh complex uh here on the ranch uh there are a few other buildings ricky you want to tell about your about your land about your property out here what you got here on the ranch yeah, well, it's it's a quaint ranch, if I do say so myself, but uh, of course you got the main house that you see, uh, lovely as it is, it does need some work. And then the barn, which, despite what you see here, was actually in pretty good shape. You see, that's where we held the Pokemon and whatnot, but, uh, well, it's burned down, or just about. Uh, and off over there, we got some stables there, and uh, of course, you, uh, that little building over there, that, that's my workshop. I don't make much t- uh, time to get in there, but some tools and whatnot, if you think you want to check that out. And uh, over there is a little little homestead, a little guest house, but, uh, well, I, I think that's two gusts away from, from blowing down, so maybe don't go in there. And, of course, that right there, you see that right there, the wonderful windmill. You know, that's still going. Somehow, that windmill still turns to this day. I've never touched that thing in my life, yet it still turns. Oh, no, you shouldn't have told me that. Now I just want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I can't even look at it. Don't let me look at it, Luca. It's not in my field of vision. I can't. He shields your eyes. Okay, thanks. Um, I think she's just going to find, like, the highest part like is there anything climbable on the barn that's still left you'd have to be very careful not to hurt yourself i had a feeling um okay then maybe honestly i'll let fanta show me the way up and how fanta got to the roof of the house Mm -hmm. and i'll just use that vantage point and we'll just sit up on the roof uh and look true james with a z taylor style yeah exactly (laughs) yep uh awesome well i'll tell you what go ahead and ricky Give me a survival check at advantage because you're trying to track your herd. Okay. And then Pearl, give me perception. I got a 22 and a 10, so 22. Mercy, Ricky. He's a wise boy. Rolling hot. I got a 17 for perception. Pearl, with your 17, you see... No sign, definitively no sign of uh, whoever this wrestler might have been uh, and the herd. Uh, you look out over the horizon with, with Fanta's help. Uh, you scan the whole perimeter. You look around and you definitely do not see anything of the sort. You were very confident of that, uh, especially since there's very little in the way of elevation changes. You know, you could see some some cacti out there in the in the distance, and you see some Pokemon scurrying around here and there. Uh, you see there's like, off in the distance, you see a Mandibuzz just circling something more toward the desert, but as you look around, you do not see uh, neither hide nor hair 
of this uh, herd of cattle. This is going to be harder than I thought, Manta. Ah. And then we climb down and relay that information to the group. You come down there uh, as Luca's just sort of looking around the place. I think he went to check out some of the other buildings to see if uh, if this rustler uh, tried to take anything else besides just the herd uh, or if it was that was the only thing they were interested in. So he's kind of looking around at those buildings. But Ricky, as you are taking a look at things, you said you had a 22, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, with your 22... So you you go to the spot of the uh, confrontation last night uh, at sundown. And so uh, as you look around, you see, um, you know, where uh, a bunch of the herd was grazing, you know, out out in the the pasture just past the barn. A lot of them were grazing and whatnot. And you see where they went from being spread out to where they were very quickly uh, herded together. Uh, You can tell, you know. With the combination of whoever this wrestler was on the horse and, uh, as you saw, that large uh, dog-looking Pokemon uh, with the big uh, underbite fangs that seemed to be uh, running around them and, uh, you know, egging them on, you know, chomping at them a little bit, trying to get them all worked up to stampede. So you, you see where that happened, and, you know, the ground's very, very trampled there. You uh, see the the hoof prints uh, of this antlered Pokemon that uh, that this wrestler was riding, and you see, uh, you know, obviously there were, there were signs of battle from where your Pokemon were we're fighting with theirs, and then you see where the herd started taking off, uh, stampeding in, in a specific direction. They started running north, and then the the ground is very beat, beat up and trampled, obviously, because there's a, a whole whole bunch of uh, cattle uh, stampeding over that way. But th- after they go for a little ways, the tracks stop. What in the world? They just stop. I don't like the sign of that. The tracks stop. I looked up on the roof and I didn't see anything either. This is not normal. This is, this is, I, I've never seen something like that in my life. I mean, I wish I had that technique and make a herd a whole heck of a lot easier for me. Wouldn't spend so much time on the field, but this is, okay, this, this is strange. I think, I think we head over to uh, the nearest ranch, which is just a couple, couple hours north of here by foot, so. I think so, too. Maybe they got the TM fly or something, and they all just sprout their wings. Well, partner, I reckon that's a lot of stuff to try to fly all at once. As, I'm sorry, as, wait, wait, who are you? As Lucas strides out of the uh, the workshop yeah. uh, in, in his right. cowboy clothes. A very, like, dark, m- mostly black outfit. Zooming on that face as he says reckon. I uh, reckon. Whoa. Uh, 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 nope. Luke is just going to still sound like himself. Luca, I reckon. that was amazing. I think you should keep trying. <laughs> I'm not going to try to make you know, his voice then be Southern. That's too many layers. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, okay. We're getting into a posse. Yeah. Yeah, we are looking like a, a uniformed group, folks. Here we go. <laughs> Got ourselves a team. <laughs> we should have a team name. Ooh, yeah. City Slickers? Uh, Ricky Jones City Slickers? Hmm. <laughs> um, Ricky Jones. The Marigold Riders. The Marigold Riders. <gasps> the Marigold Riders. I like it. Yes. But what do we ride? Oh, I mean, this, and Luca takes the SS Speedmeister <gasps> out of the capsule. Ah, you're good any terrain. No, no, I'm sorry. We, that... That that's that causes too much damage out there in the plains, and of course it's too loud. It, oh, we'd be sneaking up on people. We gotta we gotta do this the old-fashioned way. Okay. And he releases Baloney, and his Baloney's got a saddle, and he hops on top of Baloney and says, "You, you guys got a ride, or I can help provide one if you need." 
Oh, please provide one. I could only dream of this. He releases Rosetta, and Rosetta's got a saddle on her, on her as well. <gasps> She's a modest steed, elegant and magnificent. Well, well, all right, well that's, that's one more, but then, I mean, if, if we need a third, I'm... Oh, darn it. If only I had Dwayne. <laughs> he releases uh, McCoy, and McCoy just uh, points to his back. <laughs> <laughs> McCoy the Machamp will just carry you. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm all about that. This is a piggyback ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McCoy, he's a boopy. And I just go right onto his back. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you all hop on and you uh, start making your way up north to one of the other farms nearby. As you are going along your way, uh, obviously you pass Route 16 and then you uh, continue going north. It does take a while to mm-hmm. uh, get to this, you know, uh, other person's ranch. Uh, it um, takes the better part of the morning, at least. It's uh, probably getting into early afternoon as you were just going right across these just open open fields and plains. I like to uh, think that Pearl definitely fills him in on a lot of the Team Nasty stuff mm-hmm. and just all of their adventures. Wow. Yeah, I know. Team Nasty. My word. Yeah, they smell. Yeah, they, they, it sounds like they do smell. I, I have not met any Team Nasties out here on the ranch, on the plains, but. You're lucky. You know, a little bit ago, about a month or two ago, a little, little group came through. They didn't call themselves Team Nasty. They call themselves the Mediants, but I don't know if that's similar or not, but. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It sounds similar, though. I don't know why, though. Weird. Kind of like Evian, and she chugs it. <laughs> I shall keep my eye out for this Team Nasty. Yeah, I tell everyone I know now. Yes, well. It's kind of like I should make a business card of, oh, speaking of business cards, and she hands her the SS Clara's business card. Oh, is this the... You deserve a vacation. Oh, well. Yeah, that's my home. Wow, that is right. You you grew up on a ship. That is fantastic. What What's mm-hmm. it like there out on the ocean? It's like, it's got to be like the plains, wavy, but blue. It is like that. Definitely, you can get lost in them, and then you forget to eat, and then you get really sweaty, and then they say, you have scurvy! Oh, well, <laughs> kind of like getting bit by a rattlesnake, ain't it? Uh, well, I mean a neck. See? Similarities. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucas says, there's amenities and anemones. Yep, yep. <laughs> Such is life. <laughs> he tips his hat. <laughs> <laughs> So as you all are uh, making your way north to this uh, neighboring farm, Pearl, you start to, you know, get, get a little uncomfortable after a while of just, like, being held in the arms of this big, big burly Machamp. You, you just start, like, looking around the place. I like to imagine we are, too, though. Maybe he switches me to his shoulders like a kid, like a 10-year-old. Oh, at, yeah. At a- it's just like park. picking you up and putting you all over the place. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, one arm just like pulls you over here and then the other one like pulls you over here. <laughs> <laughs> Making full use of all four to just be like, put you wherever you want to be. I'm like a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> but as you are making your way uh, across the fields, across the plains, Pearl, go ahead and roll a D100. Oh, okay. Didn't see this coming, folks. I don't know why. It's part of the game, but you know. 54. <laughs> oh no, that was a certain kind of laugh. Adam, if you will, also roll me a D one hundred. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> As you all are making your way across the Potostroma Plains, you see some of the local wildlife 
Ricky, uh, you spot and uh, probably point out uh, that there is uh, what was what what was your number again? Twenty nine. Uh, you see a, a lone rye horn uh, grazing out near a near a fun funky little rock formation. Luca points out that there is a a, a bouffalant over in the distance that uh, you know is is grazing by itself. Looking at it, you, you you take a quick look and it doesn't seem like it's one from your herd. It looks to be a wild one if you if you take a second to take a look. But Pearl. Oh no. I promise you that you rolled what this needed to be. Okay. You see a ponyta <gasps> roaming the plains. You're kidding me right now. I am not kidding you. You're kidding you. me right now. You're kidding me right now. I was not planning on this. Oh my god. Oh my god. I put it on oh the roll god. chart. Oh my god. But you <laughs> okay. do see that there is a ponyta. <laughs> it wasn't a super wide window either. <gasps> Pearl, she zooms in. Dust all over her face, hat down. She now has three toothpicks. She goes, saddle up, partner. <laughs> and she's going to try to battle and catch this pony dog. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nice. I can't help it. I can't help it, guys. I'm sweating right now. <gasps> oh, my God. You majestic creature. How are you trying to approach it? McCoy. Madame. Throw me. <laughs> yes. Roll initiative. Okay, great. <laughs> I just fly and I yell, "You will be mine!" If I catch this ponytail, I'm gonna name it Tangerine after Clementine. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Not to put you any pressure, Jonah. Sorry, I already have a plan. <laughs> Probably what's happening. Ricky's like pointing out the rye horn and. Luca points out the, uh, what was the Luca saw? The, the bouffalant. Bouffalant? Bouffalant, yeah. And he's just talking about, yeah, the right horn, yeah, we got to stay pretty far away from that. Bouffalant, you know, I have a couple of those in the herd. And, oh, yeah, yeah, Pearl, you see that? That pony's over there. I used to have a friend that used to break. Whoa, and there she goes. Okay, well, <laughs> Luca, does that happen often? Yep, some variation of that, yep. <laughs> All right. As McCoy, like, shot puts you. And McCoy, of course. <laughs> I want to hear the rest of what you were saying, though. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect shot. Yep. Good job, McCoy. Machamp. With initiative rolled, Pearl, you will be first as Machamp throws you toward this Ponyta. Which Pokemon do you release to battle it? I think Fanta, because that's who I was using today. Okay, cool. So you, you throw out Fanta as these two fiery Pokemon square off in the plains as this Ponyta appears to be very skittish. It's just like... Of course you're skittish. Perfect. We're going to try uh, Peck. Are you going to Peck it? Roll to hit. I release as I'm airborne. <laughs> that is a 21. A 21 will hit. Eight. Eight points of flying damage. All right. As Fanta leaps forward and pecks at the Ponyta, trying to uh, cut off its exit as it, as it looks like it was maybe about to try to get out of the way. But after taking the peck, uh, the Ponyta, you know, stamps its hoof and then goes to tackle Fanta. Easy there. Easy there. Oh, poor thing is uh, pretty, uh, pretty spooked, though, as Aww. that is uh, only an 11 to hit. Okay, doesn't doesn't hit. So it goes to just uh, rear forward and uh, go to tackle Fanta, but misses. Okay, Fanta. Fanta, we don't mean to scare too much. Just just give another little peck. Ooh, that one I don't think will hit. 11. 11 does not hit. As Fanta does not really know the meaning of uh, fight it gently. Uh, 
and like goes to peck and actually like hits, but it's just like a little like bink. on the shoe, <laughs> on the hoof, on the little hoof, like bink. to no effect. While Font is down there, the ponyta is going to uh, raise her hoof and try to stamp down with another tackle attack. That's a 17 to hit. Ah, uh, that hits. Ooh, 14 points of damage. Oh, wow, you're a beauty. Boom, as the hoof comes down on Fanta. Okay, Fanta, well, I think we have to be a little sturdier now. Double kick. Roll both hits. 18 and 18. Both will hit. So the first attack damage was nine, and then the other one was 13. For a total of 22 points of damage? Mm-hmm. Those two kicks, boom, boom, do a, a solid amount of damage to the Ponyta. Uh, it is still up, but it did it did not like that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, hang in there. Um, um, I love you! <laughs> she shouts to Ponyta. <laughs> Luke is like, wow, she is. she's really holding back. She wants this one. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that's good. She should just go ahead and lasso it up, you know, just, you know. That helps a little bit. Uh, we'll let her do her thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Ponyta is going to continue to try and rush at Fanta. That is only 10 total, though. Nah. Uh, so uh, being uh, uh, distracted, a bit shaken up from that double kick, uh, it misses on the tackle. Okay, Pearl, don't blow this. I'm going to try to catch it. Okay, what kind of ball are you using? I just have normal. Just normal Pokeball. That's all I got. Okay. And I really, really am banking on rolling high because I don't want to hurt it anymore. Okay. 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 Could I have uh, Rosetta cast Helping Hand on Pearl? Oh, yeah, you definitely can. As Rosetta's kind of out here right now, uh, I I think that definitely, definitely you could do that. So is that uh, that you roll the extra help or that it's like a bardic inspiration kind of deal where she rolls the help? Yeah, base, yep. You can add 1d6 to an ability check, attack roll, saving throw. God, yeah. the next 10 minutes. Ooh, helping hand. Oh, yes. Yeah, Thank buddy. you. Not sure how to play that out. What if it's that uh, um, that uh, Rosetta kind of sees what's going on, and uh, y- you're like, oh, yeah, go on, get over there. And so Luca like uh, rides on this saddled Arcanine over, and uh, they sort of flank the uh, Ponyta so that there's no like getting away, and so it's kind of stuck in place. So it's it's ways to maneuver out of there are, are lessened. Yeah, I like that. Like we can play it as helping hand, but Ricky like, all right, Luca, go ahead and go ahead and go around the side there. We're gonna go ahead and, and contain them up here. It's like herding cattle. All right, just don't let them get out of the ring. Yeah, yeah. Rosetta's Rosetta's help is is trying to herd the pony top. Nice. Very nice. Love it. Easy, easy there. Okay, okay, that was good, guys. That was really good. And then the D6. Don't forget the D6 you get to add. Great, that added three. 18. 18. Pearl, as Luca rides over on Rosetta the Arcanine and, and sort of starts trying to herd this Ponyta, you see it, it starts trying to get away, but the Arcanine is blocking its path, and it turns back to you and looks at Fanta, and this very skittish horse is, is just trying to see if there's any any sort of escape, and it's like looking at you like, what what is going on? I was just, oh man, I was just kind of running around <laughs> here today. <laughs> yes. oh, I sure didn't see this coming. Oh my god. <laughs> but you throw this Pokeball, uh, which sucks the Ponyta up into it Come and on. lands on the ground. Come on. The Pokeball shakes once. Pearl sweats. Shakes twice. Sweating still. Shakes a third time. A bean falls out this time, and she's not sure how that works. Come on, you can do it. Come on, Pearl. And clicks. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Pearl is just so thankful. Thanks, guys, for your help. I'm so happy. We're just, uh, Baloney starts bucking and just... Ricky Jones has got his hat up, just, yee go on, Pearl, here we go. 
Congratulations! Woo! I got a real ride now. McCoy, you were great. But you had any tips this cowboy had at you. <laughs> I've always wanted a real ponytail. Oh my gosh, I would draw them all the time in the ship. Wow, I can't believe I saw one and now now I call one! And then she yeah. just immediately takes it out of the Pokeball and she starts to pet it. You pet the ponytail, who still seems very skittish, but go ahead and make an animal handling check. Uh, da, 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 13. 13? She seems to be warming up to you a little bit. And she looks to um, Ricky and she goes, so, uh, sorry, before I got launched, what were you saying about your friend? I don't even remember. That I'm just excited you got yourself a ponytail. That's uh, fantastic, Pearl. Yeah, me too. See, that's the kind of stuff that happens on the range all the time. It's exciting out here, is it not? Wow, this is the life, guys. Pearl looks deep into this ponytail's beautiful, beautiful, fierce, wonderful eyes. I think I'll name you Tangerine. What a beautiful name. She seems to be fine with that. <gasps> it's girl curious. Ricky just takes his hat off. I have not seen a, a more beautiful sight on this heel range in some odd years. It. Thank you very much, Pearl. That was that was fantastic. Tangerine <laughs> opponent. Citrus. And she uh, attempts to ride Tangerine with the rest of the crew. You start clumsily trying to like make your way up onto Tangerine's back, and Lucas says, "Pearl, have you ever?" Tried to ride a Pokemon before? A ton in my dreams. Uh, but in real life. Well, my, uh, I make my dreams a reality, Luca. I don't know. No, I haven't. Well, first, you, you're going to need a saddle. And Ricky uh, oh. just uh, goes to the side of Baloney and pulls out a perfect opponent to saddle. <gasps> well, here you go. Uh, I had this laying around. This is the best day. <gasps> this is great thing. <laughs> yeah, of course. You attach it down here. Yep, buckle it there. There okay. you go. Yep. Oh, wow. There's a lot of straps. Okay, yeah. And that buckle and this buckle. Okay, God. Is there a water cup? I, I don't know that there, I, there's cup holders in okay. a, in a okay, standard, fine. standard it's, issue it's kind of good. saddle. It's all good, guys. Yeah, that's extra. I couldn't afford that on the rain, you know. That makes sense. No, all good. All good. Limited saddle right here. <laughs> and now I... Hi-ya! And she tries with her little short legs to get over it. You try... <laughs> to get up there. Roll <laughs> athletics for me. Oh, gosh. We're so well-versed in that. Oh, that wasn't bad. Wow, that really wasn't too shabby for her. 17. 17. You, without help from anybody, okay. hoist yourself <laughs> up onto the back of this ponytail like a big kid. Whoa, guys. <laughs> so, Ricky is, uh, like, I feel like I'm kind of eye-level like eye level at his normal height. As you do this. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, jeez. The ponytail, oh, which no. is not used to having things right on it, begins to buck. <laughs> make, a, make a strength check to hold on. Okay. Pearl loves it. All right, Luca, Luca, now's the time. Go ahead and hit the timer. Let's see how long she lasts. All right. He, he pulls out his stopwatch app on his Poke Gear and he hits it. Eight seconds. It's a two. Eight seconds is the game. <laughs> oh, she's already off. Okay. Oh, well. oh, there she goes. Oh, no. <laughs> you get launched a little bit, but then you run back up there. <laughs> I love it. How are you going to try to get back up as, as you try to, to try to break this horse? Oh, gosh. Wow, this is an ep. Break in your okay. wild stallion. I think I would like to... We go full Red Dead Redemption minigame mode. Love it. I love it. <laughs> Here, per- Pearl, use this. However, in your rancherly yeah? way, okay, you great. decide to do and, this. And I, I take whatever Ricky gives me. And I toss her my lasso. All right. He give, he, he tosses you a lasso. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, she tries again. 
right, go ahead and uh, uh, make a uh, athletics check again uh, at advantage okay. to get up there. Thank you. Now that you've got this lasso. Oh, natural 20. Oh, oh. you hop up there. Yes, yes. You get up there, no problem. You've done it once, and now you, you can do it again. It's like riding a, riding a bike horse. Uh, <laughs> but you hop up there with the lasso, and now you've got, like, some reins uh, in your hands as you've got the lasso. Go ahead and uh, make an animal handling check. Oh, there we go. I'm back at it. I'm literally back in the saddle again, folks. It's a 26. 26. You go the full eight seconds this time. Get it. We got a new champion. As you even like with one hand, you know, you get get the movement. The back and forth as this this buck and bronco finally settles down. I'm alive. Yeehaw. Tangerine has been tamed. I love Tangerine so much. Oh, this is great. Oh, my God. And Pearl does whisper into its ear. I love you. (laughs) Okay, I know you're not there yet. You'll get there. You'll get there. I promise. I promise. And does one of those cute little horse hugs around the neck. Yes. And then say, okay, Ricky, let's ride. Now we're really the marigold riders. Let's ride. You do get singed just a little bit because of, you know, the flaming mane. Oh, yeah. Fair. (laughs) Very fair. She goes, oh, wow. Do I still have eyebrows, guys? Uh, Well, like... A half a one's missing? A little bit is fine. That's trendy. I mean, enough to, enough to see what you're trying to portray with your eyebrows, I suppose. Yeah, you Fair. know. Fair. Asymmetrical's very on trend. <laughs> with that. <laughs> do you Would you like to do anything with the uh, with the rye horn or the, the bouffalant before you all go on your merry way? I think uh, Ricky looks to Luca and says, well, uh, Luca, you want to go ahead and try out some of those, uh, those skills over there? Catch, catch one of those? Are you good to go? Um, do it. You're a Salvatore, right? You go ahead and uh, battle him up, huh? You do well. You can do it. Yeah, all right. You know, okay. Yeah, sure, sure. All right. Yeah. And he uh, goes ahead and rides uh, this majestic Arcanine over to the Rhyhorn. Ooh. Nice. Let's go, Luca. And while he rides over, Pearl says, "Hey, so when you asked about Luca's last name, um, uh, did you mean anything by that? He kind of told me last night you looked familiar." Oh. Uh, well, um, well, I just, you know, I, I've been around, uh, Kanoko for quite a while, and, uh, mm-hmm. I must say I, I did dabble a little bit into the training, uh... Oh, cool. Pokemon trainer feel, and I just, I knew a couple Savators, that's all, and I thought maybe, uh, he was related or something. Uh, gotcha. I'm not too quite sure, but, uh... I think he comes from a really big family, so yeah, that makes sense. Really? Okay. Yeah, not me, not so much. My family's pretty small. Yeah. Up on the ship, right? Go ahead and cruising, cruising on the ship. Oh yeah, just me and my dad. Is it true that you can get as much food as you want? They they have like uh, a, like a, a a table that has just beans upon beans upon beans. And sometimes those beans also have tiny beans. Tiny beans within the beans, pearl. Yeah, yeah, it's a double bean. It's a double bean, and and it doesn't even begin. When I say endless, Ricky, you have no idea what that means. Man alive, Pearl, if I do see one of these ships in my life, I will consider myself blessed. Oh, yeah, I mean, my business card is like a free coupon. Just say the word when you need a little island escape. Ricky Jones has a mission in life yet again to get on that ship. (laughs) Oh, whoa, Luca looks like he's doing a lot. Okay, whoa, did Luca just do a flip when we were not looking? Oh, I think so, yeah. In my peripheral vision, I think he just did a triple backflip. I'm not going to lie, watching this this young man battle, I, I think, what is his father's name? Do you know? 
You any of uh Um, I do. Uh Luca's dad is Lewis, so I think she goes like, um, Yui, a Ouija, um uh Lou 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 Looster Lewis. 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 It's Lewis. Lewis Salvatore, is this young man's father? But wait, uh no, he has two dads. Um, Lewis and um Whoa, did he just do another backflip? <laughs> I think he did a backflip into a front flip. Oh my gosh, have you been working on your tumbling? Somehow he changed from a backflip into a front flip in the air. That was amazing. He has to be practicing when I'm sleeping. <laughs> I'm sure he's got a very diligent training regimen every morning. Yeah, he's been trying to teach me that, but wow, we really have let some of that go recently. <laughs> Ricky looks at Coconut, who's probably not out. No way, I do, no way. I'm just kidding. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I know, I love that. I love that. I do not forage, I do not <laughs> train unless I have to. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get some more discipline. He looks at Bluetooth. Well, I can, I can relate, I can relate. <laughs> How'd he do? As you all were having that conversation, I just went ahead and played that out off screen. I just imagined that this whole battle is happening like out of focus in the background as y'all are just like talking on your respective mounts. Oh, God, I love that scene so much. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's y'all just chatting while like Luca, uh, as all of that is happening, Luca hops off of uh, Rosetta the Arcanine. He throws out Tufus, and uh, Tufus just charges toward this Rhyhorn, uh, goes into a rage, and just immediately just starts unleashing water gun after water gun. And the Rhyhorn just like charges straight at Tufus. Tufus leaps over it the first time, uh, and then goes around and uh, goes to shoot another water gun. Uh, These super effective hits doing uh, quite a lot to this Rhyhorn. Nice. The Rhyhorn is able to retaliate uh, with a uh, attack with its horn uh, as it manages to turn itself around. Uh, It's hard to get the turnarounds, but when it's going straight, it's just like a a freight train. Uh, The second one does hit Tufus. Tufus seems to shrug it off, though, uh, in his rage. He then goes for one last water gun, which gets it in a, a very weakened state. And the Rhyhorn goes for another uh, attack with the horn, but does miss. And then Luca throws a great ball. And you see, as your conversation is wrapping up, the ball falls to the ground. <gasps> it shakes once. Come on, Luca. Here we go. It shakes twice. There it is. I can sense it. Shakes a third time and clicks. Yeah! There it is. Yahoo! You don't even need a lasso. Everyone's catching Pokemon today. <laughs> yeah. You're a luck charm, Ricky. Yeehaw! Woohoo! Well, thank you, thank you kindly. That was great, Luca. Great form. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was. Uh, I mean, I don't want. I don't want to offend Rosetta or anything. Um, no, 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 no. That's that's quite all right. You can take a break. All right. In fact, here, I'll swap. Here, Baloney, you you've been doing good. And he, he slaps Baloney's hands. You're doing good, Yo, boy. I'll uh, I'll hop on Rosetta. Uh, we we haven't rode rode for quite a while, so. He switches, uh, t- returns baloney and hops on Rosetta. Nice. Uh, cool. And Luca just uh, lets the Rhyhorn out of the great ball, and it's like looking around shiftily uh, at the situation, but then resigns itself after uh, knowing that it was bested in battle. Uh, as uh, Tufus the Crocodile is just like, looking with his little arms like uh, crossed and oh, his, his little teeth glint. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> The Rhyhorn's sufficiently subdued. Luca, that is one fierce Pokemon you have there. Oh, thanks. Yeah, he... Quite the trainer, aren't you? Oh, well, you know, I, I try. Uh, you know, uh, we, uh, we, we've been, you know, do, doing a lot of training, actually. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I don't try. I do. Well, I, I should not, you know, sell myself short, I guess. Yeah, absolutely not. And it shows. That was a fantastic battle. You, you 
did your father proud. Oh, you, you know my dad? Yeah, Yui and the Jets, right? What, my, my dad, Lewis? Sorry, yeah, Lewis. Oh, gosh, the names. Whew, there's a lot of them. I imagine we're riding again, too. We're back on the... Yeah, I think that uh, Luca is attempted to hop up bareback on this Rhyhorn, as there's like just a lot of stuff to be able to hold on to as far as the, the various jet exams. So. Oh, Luca, you're going to need a saddle for that. And he uh, pulls on the side of uh, Rosetta and pulls out a perfect Rhyhorn saddle. There you go, my friend. There you go. That'll help. Okay, great, because, this. man, that was really, really rough on I the inner thigh it. there for a second. Just Ugh. happen to have that laying around for you. Oh, great. Oh, Love that. Love that. Super convenient, and I appreciate it. Yeah, Luca, I actually knew your father. Uh, we, we go way back. We were in the same training class, actually. I no did way. a bit of training myself, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's been some time since I've uh, really uh, participated, I guess you could say, <laughs> in the uh, in the whole league and whatnot. But uh, and your uncle too, if I if I'm not mistaken, Marlon, right, Marlon Salvatore. Whoa. There's like a look of realization that dawns on Luca's face uh, as you say this that you that you were in the same trainer class. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, that's why you looked familiar. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, you were you were in the tournament with with my dad and my uncle when Uncle Marlin became the champion. You you were you were in the challengers tournament. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's so I, I, cool. I, I've I've looked back. I've I've watched the footage uh, from from those battles from way back then. But you didn't. Um, well, you you never fought uh, Marlin. It was supposed to be you two in the final. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, boy, that was a long time ago. Wow, how time flies, doesn't not. Well, maybe that's that's a story for another time. It's good to know that that Marlon's doing well as the champion. And what's your father up to? I've I've been out of touch. Oh well, so um, he's he's like the the head of the elite four. Uh, so he's you know head head of the you're telling me you're gonna you're gonna sit there on that right horn and tell me that Luis Salvatore is the head of the elite four. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh... Well, how the worm has turned! I tell you what, that boy. Could not throw a pokeball to save his life yet. There he is. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, he's a interesting guy, my dad. Uh, I mean, well, if you battled him, you knew him when he was younger. You know, he had a way of using uh, unconventional Pokemon. Uh, yeah. But uh, it was always exciting battling that man. If yeah. always a challenge. And you, you, Luca, you're a chip off his old block, aren't you? I, I, I appreciate it. You know. I will say, you know, Uncle Marlin still gives him plenty of the uh, big brother ribbon, you know, since he's still one step above him. But, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't really get into all that. Yeah, oh, I, I hear you. I hear you, Luca. Boy, <laughs> how things could have turned out, huh? Ah, anyways, shall we continue on? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, absolutely. And so you all continue across the plains, Pearl and Luca on their new mounts. Oh, my gosh. I'm very excited for you. I put it in there, but I was like, I'm only going to have a show up if she actually gets I the role. I can't believe it. That's so awesome. I'm so happy, guys. <laughs> can't believe I was a part of that. I know. Meant to be because of Clementine, truly. True, true, true. Oh. That is so cool. I'm so excited. First a Clementine, now a tangerine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
Hello friends, Joni here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. I want to give a big old thank you to Adam LaGrave for coming and joining us for the Merry Gold Riders arc. Adam is on a bunch of great podcasts. Go check out the Roaring Trainers, DM's Treehouse, and the Tall Grass podcast, and give him a follow over on Twitter at Adam LaGrave. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our amazing partner, Dice Envy. You don't have to be a total dice goblin to appreciate these beautiful click clacks, but it doesn't hurt. You can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a boost, please go to our page over on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjr.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Questco Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast. So please, if you're enjoying the show, let other people know. Tell your friends, tell everybody. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Questco Junior or hashtag Postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Quest Company Junior is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Go check them out at podicongo.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the incredible artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thanks to Rossini for the William Tell Overture. Thank you to Gypsy Trip for the song Fear of the South. Thank you to Lobo Loco for the songs Jerry Gambler's Gang, Red Rose's Love, and High Valley. Thank you to Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for the song Battle Wild Pokemon Hoenn Version. Thank you to Knowledge for the song Calabazar de Sagua. Thank you to Mini Vandals for the song Bill Higley. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the wide open range. Thank you for joining us here on Quest Company Jr. What happens when four DMs who never get a chance to play become friends? Well, they all take turns DMing for each other in their own stories. Cameron from the Coventry Podcast, Rich and Cam from Filling in the Gaps, and the one and only Adam from the Roaring Trainers have joined forces to start the DM's Treehouse. Join us up in the Treehouse for Poker World, a game run by Adam where the players play as Pokemon, The West, a game run by Cam, which is a cowboy-style game set in an alternate timeline world, the Ascent, a traditional D&D game run by myself, Rich, and Heritage, a teenage superhero game run by Cameron that will make you feel like never before. At the end of the day, we're four great friends and great DMs having a good time, and we hope you guys will too. 
You can join us up in the treehouse by finding us on Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you find podcasts by searching The DM's Treehouse. continue along and it's getting to um, probably about mid-afternoon by the time you actually uh, get to the next ranch over. You do uh, pick up your pace a little bit now that you're all on four-legged steeds. You know, it, it, well, you were having to uh, slow down a little bit as Machamp was trying to like jog to keep up <laughs> with the Tauros <laughs> and the Arcanine. But now that everybody is um, you know, on things that are made to be ridden to some extent, uh, you all are uh, making your way. Every, every now and then, like Luca sort of loses control of this Rhyhorn as it just like zooms ahead in a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> and it tires itself out and then you all catch up. But you all make your way to this other farm, and uh, this is the farm of an acquaintance of yours. Ricky, why don't you describe Catherine to me? Catherine with a Y. Oh, Catherine, yeah. Oh, yeah, we go way back, Catherine. Uh, she's uh, she's about my age, you know. She's, uh, oh, she's a lovely lady. She, her baking, I t- Pearl, I tell you, Catherine, if she's home, uh-huh. if she's got the oven on, uh-huh. you are going to uh-huh. go insane for her apple pie. I tell you what, it is out of this world. Coconut! We have to knock! <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Coconut! Coconut had, like, started rolling ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to just, like, wrecking ball his way there before. And he's like, <laughs> he, like, hits Ricky, a little, hits a little mind, edge. <laughs> Ricky, do you mind if I use that lasso again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go right. That's your lasso. You go ahead and keep that. Coconut, just because we're talking about pie doesn't give you the right. And she lassos <laughs> it back to us. <laughs> <laughs> That does sound amazing, though. Yeah, well, the you know the secret of her pie. You see, the ranch that we're coming up to, the uh, the Houseley Ranch up here, Catherine Houseley. Uh, she uh, she's got a, a bit of an orchard in the back. You see, she grows her own apples and she puts those in the pies, and they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that she ran into some trouble uh, not too long back, so I, I imagine if if she's home and she's still around, I, I hope she is. It's been a while, but. Ah. Oh. Sounds amazing. I love that without talking, we were pretty much on the same page about what Catherine does. She is more of a, a farmer gardener type person than like That's a rancher. So cool. But yeah, so she she is known for her lovely fruits and vegetables. And, and rather than uh, herding cattle, she actually spends a lot of time with, with Pokemon uh, in the fields that help her uh, with all of her gardening. But yeah, you did hear that she ran into a spot of trouble. But you make your way up to the uh, the Housley Farm. It seems uh, more taken care of with with more of a, a tender touch than the Marigold Ranch. But as as you approach, you can uh, see that there is a a figure out out in the back in the garden that seems to be tending to some things. Uh, it's kind of hard to make out too much from this distance, though. The minute I um, get off the mount, Coconut immediately scrambles out of my arms and starts running to her <laughs> and rolling, rolling to her. <laughs> yeah, Coco. Oh, sorry. Not a subtle entrance here. Coconut! I imagine Bluetooth probably does the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the second... (laughs) 
<laughs> the second we got close <laughs> enough that Bluetooth smelled the apple pie, like there was that like the the smell trail that you could see. Jigglypuff just like uh-huh. just started floating, just puffed up, and just started tracing and following the smell. So yes, Bluetooth is already in the house. <laughs> yes. yes, went from went from doing the like Smash Bros. like Jigglypuff yep. like yep. float uh, to the the Jigglypuff rollout to catch <laughs> up with Coconut to get to the sweets. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, you all approach, and uh, uh, as you come up, Catherine notices you all, and she said, "Oh well, uh, well, uh, uh, hi there, uh, Ricky. Got some friends with you." Well, and, and I imagine Coconut is just introducing us all. Thanks, Coconut. Sorry, we're working on our manners. Ugh. Coconut's trying to skip through the pleasantries to get to the pie. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine, uh, uh, good day to you, Catherine. Uh, yes, these are my new friends. Um, uh, this is this is Pearl, and this is Luca, and that's uh, that's Coconut the Pikachu. Uh, I, I, I said the word pie, and p- <laughs> Coconut done took off like a rocket. I tell you what. By this point, Coconut has gathered wildflowers, mostly just weeds, and is like handing them to Catherine. <laughs> like, please love me, let me into your home. I'm dying. I'm not a thief no more. I've changed my ways. I've reformed. Yeah. <laughs> But please. I still steal things a little bit, but, you know, less now if I'm specifically told not to. Yes, exactly. I'm trying to learn on my listening skills. Reward me. (laughs) (laughs) But you you all uh, are exchanging these pleasantries. And as you look around, you see that the garden appears to be in pretty rough shape as uh, Catherine says, Oh, well, uh, well, it's it's, it's nice to meet you all. My my name's Catherine. Uh, What's uh, what what brings you here, Ricky? uh, What's going on? As you can tell, I'm uh, well, I'm, I'm sure you've heard. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Catherine, I did not, though I, I can see that you've maybe uh, come into a bit of trouble, and that's actually why I'm here. I, I, uh, Marigold Ranch, I got a herd stolen from me. My, my barn's burned down, and I'm trying to track down my Pokemon. Uh, oh, no. Oh, I am so sorry to hear about that, Ricky. Well, what, what happened here, Catherine? Well, it was it was, it was about the same, to be honest. Uh, well, you know how I've got the you know, Pokemon that help me around the orchard here. I got I got a couple Combi and you know all my Oddish and uh, you know my, my Cherubi, my the, the Flapples and uh, you well you know all all of the the Pokemon that live around the garden and, and help me out a little bit, help pollinate and such. But uh, well, they all done went missing. I. I, I there was a commotion uh, out the other night. Uh, again, it was I, I, I turned my back for just a little bit to, you know, get some get some of my, my gardening equipment uh, from the shed, and uh, I, I turned around and uh, it was, well, it was the strangest thing. I uh, I turned around and I saw just th- this figure, but but then before I even knew it, uh, they were gone and, and and my Pokemon were gone too. That doesn't make any sense. Maybe we should sit in a house outside of the sun so that we can make sense of it and before Coco explodes <laughs> and Coconut is just doing like a really really intense dance <laughs> like like a hop like you got a pee dance type yep. thing yep. like I'm gonna explode yep. <laughs> yeah Catherine I'm, I'm, I'm so we, we've had a long ride I would appreciate uh, a, a good bit of water and some uh, some shade if, if you'll be uh, so kind and we could talk about this strange occurrence because sounds like what happened to me happened to you it's it's odd Absolutely, come come on inside. Come on inside. Uh, she she ushers you in. She says, "Oh yeah, you must. If you've been out riding all morning, you must be parched. Come on then. Come on then. Uh, can, can I offer you all any, any kind of refreshment or anything?" Yeah, sure. And then um, Coconut meets us at the door with a full tea service and like <laughs> like with a full service already. <laughs> and he's like uh, already has crumbs on his face. He's got <laughs> cookies, slices of pies, fried pies, a uh, <laughs> little bit of cake. 
Yeah. A muffin. He's in heaven. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd be great, Catherine. Yeah, well, of course, of course. She brings you all inside, and uh, she she sets you all down, and uh, you were able to help yourselves to a, to a little bit of a, a meal, uh, oh. afternoon meal here. Woo! She does have stuff besides sweets, but, yeah. um, but Coconut really is fully unaware of those things. This is amazing. <laughs> wow, you have a gift. You could, wow, you could really, ooh, wow, the world needs this. Oh, my gosh. Here, take my card. And she hits the <laughs> cruise ship. Catherine says, well, yeah, I, I suppose I could use a vacation. As this is happening, Jigglypuff is also just like a overfilled balloon at this point, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So it doesn't really make sense, though, guys. In all of in your story and in Catherine's story, there there weren't any tracks, Catherine. There weren't any signs of their disappearance. Any way to follow them? No, I mean, uh, well, it happened a couple nights ago, and well, I, I, I you know, sorry, call, sorry, c- sorry. When you say couple, do you mean like two? Are you talking about three? Are we four? Well, let's go a little bit specific. Well, uh, two, two nights ago. Two okay, nights that's ago. helpful. That's helpful because yeah. ours was last night, so that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, you know, there, there's some other farms and stuff that are that are up north even further, and you know, th- they've been hit too, and it's it's been kind of sporadic over the past few weeks. So I, I I do find it odd that uh that there were two in a row. That's more frequent than it was before. Uh, I hadn't heard of any that were you know, consecutive like that, but I mean, everybody everybody else is talking about packing up and getting out of here. You know, they if they don't have their Pokemon to help them, and well, they just don't know what they're going to do. And I, quite frankly, I don't know what I'm going to do either. Hmm. And I know I know that you know you get cattle for the for the you know the Moo Moo Milk Dairy Farm, and uh, you know the you know uh, uh, who's who's the guy who makes the Go Go Goat Cheese. <laughs> What's that? What's that dude's name? Uh, Ralphio, you mean? Yeah, Ralphio. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah, between uh, between Charlene over there at the Moo Moo Milk Farm and, and Ralphio over at the Go Go Goat Cheese, you know. Uh, yeah, Ralphio. Yep. He, yeah. Well, I mean, I I reckon you're about in as bad a spot as I am, Ricky. I just, you know, I, and I've tried looking around, and I've I've looked, you know, all up and down the plains out here, and. Well, I just there's there's just no sign of them. No, no, nobody's able to find any sign of them. It's like they just vanish out of thin air. Yeah, that's what happened to me too. They, I, I saw some tracks and then nothing. And I haven't much thought about what to do besides finding my herd. And quite frankly, I'm gonna find your Pokemon too. This here, this here, per- Kath, Kath, this Pearl, she's amazing. And her friend Luca, that's Salvatore's boy. That right there. Luca, you gotta try this pie here. If you combine it with the cookie, it's amazing. And I imagine we're just shoving our faces with food while he, he praises us. <laughs> I know Luca just like sheepishly takes a bite of the pie as you're like hyping him up. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Wait, no, really? Yeah, Salvatore's boy. Well, I mean, well, I mean, Rick, you shouldn't shouldn't sell yourself short. I, you, you know, we've had plenty of tea times over here where you've told me many a tale about, you know, back when you were a trainer as well. Oh well, that was that was a long time ago. I've I've grown softer on the edges as far as a trainer, but." But I think you know what? We're on a mission. We we formed a, we formed a group. We're the Marigold Riders, and we're gonna go ahead and find these Pokemon, right, Pearl? Luca? Yeah, that's right. We're riding for the Lost Pokies. Yeah, we're gonna find them definitely. Catherine says, "Well, uh, well, I, I do hope you're safe out there. You know, uh, whoever this is and whatever they're doing, you know, I, I don't like the looks or the sounds of it. Not none of it. Not one bit. But uh, is there anything that you can remember from it? Is, is, any information you have for us? I heard a name, Catherine." Angel Mooney. Does that mean anything to you? Well, that's, that's a name I've heard floating around here, but I mean, I've never known anybody around these parts by that name, but it's, you know, does seem to, 
you know, from, from the descriptions that I've heard from, from other people who've had their business disrupted and all that, uh, it, it sounds about right. It sounds like, you know, it's, it's, it's one rider with a team of Pokemon to come in and, you know, rustle your herd or pick all your vegetable Pokemon or, you know, whatever the case is. And then just like that, they're gone out of thin air. Yeah. It sounds like the same operation for everybody. So I can only, I can only assume it's the same person. They don't hit Ro- Rosetta with, with a confusion and she, she got all mixed up and, and started the bone on fire, so... Oh no! Well, how's the barn? Did, did, were you able to put it out in time? Or well, thanks to these two, I think it'll be d- burned. I think my whole ranch would be gone if not for these two fine young citizens of Kanoko. The squeaks are safe. <laughs> you say with your full mouth. <laughs> she says, "Well, that's that. That is mighty impressive. I mean, what? Well, if you're Pokemon trainers who can, you know, help." keep a barn from burning down things like that you are I, I reckon you must be pretty far up there in the league standings huh especially if you've impressed the, this old fart right over here oh yeah i'm level 100 mm. oh okay <laughs> she says <laughs> i don't really get the level system ricky just sips his tea yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ricky knowing good and well that there are only eight tears just <laughs> <laughs> so i guess my question to you two is, is there anything that you have taught? I mean, I know they're kind of like you have a whole herd, so that's kind of different, Ricky. But um, Catherine, is there anything that maybe one of your Pokemon like knows? Like, is there a sound they respond to? Is there anything you've taught them along the way to mark them as yours or, or teach them so that we can maybe get some sense of their location? Well, I don't know about you, Ricky, but I mean, for me... uh you know, I don't really, you know, put my Pokemon out to pasture or anything, you know. They all just sort of live in the garden and, and, and do their thing around there. Uh, but uh, so I haven't really had to come up with specific calls or, or nothing like that. And, and well, honestly, I, you know, I never even had Pokeballs for most of them. They, you know, they just sort of live here. I befriended them, you know, and they, just, really kinda, cool. they just kind of live in the garden. Uh, I'm not really a trainer myself. The, the only Pokemon I got is my, my Doduo that I use for, you know, riding out around sometimes. And, uh, well, I I reckon I've ridden my Doduo up and down the plains trying to, you know, find it. But again, not, neither hide nor hair. I don't, what, what about you, Ricky? I, is, is there anything that your Pokemon know? Or is there, you got some way to identify them or anything like that? Well, well, no, uh, uh, you know, uh, my business is a bit more of, uh, you know, raise them for, for sale. Uh, so, I mean, you know, when, I, when I'm herding them up, I just kind of kind of holler out. That might work, but. That's kind of good. That way they know it's you at least. Yeah. Well, well, that, well, that's something. Well, I cannot, cannot make heads or tails of this. Catherine, Pearl, Luca, any, any insight. Lucas says, well, I mean, there, there has to be some place to hide, right? Like, I, I mean, I know we haven't seen anything, but, like, we, we can see from, from miles and miles, like, there's got to be something. <gasps> what if a giant metal ship came out from the sky and put down some rays and sucked them up, and now we're going to space? <laughs> Sorry, that was the sugar. That was the sugar. That was, I've had too many pies. No, I think you're, I think you're just, uh... Thinking about the plot of that movie, uh, Cowboys and Clefairies. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> that was a good one. That was very good. That was very good. Uh, I, did, I did find it kind of strange that they went with, I mean, I know that, you know, supposedly Clefairy from outer space, but, you know, I figured they would have gone, like, with LGM or something, you know. 
that looks a little bit more. I don't know. Far be it from me to, you know, discuss, you know, whatever uh, is happening in the world of, you know, blockbuster cinema. Uh, but no, there's got to be some place they can hide. And then uh, Catherine pipes up. She says, well, you know, I... So, so I was riding uh, out, out around in, in the plains and whatnot. Me and, me and Dodu, uh, we were going out around just looking if we could find anything. But I, uh, I did hear a little bit of, sounded like commotion, some sort of echo and something or other. I mean, I, I don't know what it was, but it, better than nothing, I guess, as far as the lead. But it sounded like there was something going on over in the Howling Gorge. Oh, that sounds like the right kind of name, folks. Howling Gorge. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, most of the time it's just, you know, Howling on account of all those uh, canine Pokemon that live in there, but uh, I certainly don't go out there because it's, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous place. There's just packs of them roaming around in there, and uh, you, you do not want to get you know caught up in a you know a back-to-back situation where it's, where it's just you and a you know a pack of mighty inner or something. It's uh, I, I don't mess around with that none. But I, I was out that way, and it sounded like a different kind of something than normal. Hmm. I, I don't know if that's anything to you, but could, sure could be something. Yeah. It's as good as a lead as any. Yeah, everything's a little bit strange and odd these days, so that is helpful. Yeah, I was I was out there yesterday, you know, uh, night before, obviously, you know. Uh, again, oh, it, it was it was later in the day. Guys. What happened Tuesday and Wednesday? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I, I was out there. I tried what I could, but it was already late in the afternoon, getting into the evening when when my Pokemon, you know, went missing, got stolen, whatever it was, and. Uh, so I, I was out there all of yesterday, and that's that's about the only thing I heard of. But a, again, I couldn't see any signs of anything, and I knew it wasn't smart for just me and my bird to go out there by ourselves. Yeah, you don't want to go out there uh, unprepared. No, I certainly do not. Well, Catherine, I thank you kindly for your hospitality. Uh, Pearl, Luca, that, that's that's a good lead as anything, I think. Uh, wouldn't you reckon? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's the best thing we got to go on. So, uh, Catherine... Uh, yeah. How do you feel about to go backs? <laughs> oh, do you, do, you, do, you, do you need some rations for the road? Yeah, definitely need them. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd be happy to. Yeah, uh, well, especially if you're Pearl. I got, I got plenty of beans in this. I got, I got like oh, six, seven cans of beans. Yeah, I love them. I love them so dearly, and so <laughs> does Luca, who sleeps. You know, relatively close to me <laughs> at night. <laughs> oh, I get it. I'm thinking more so for our pokies, uh, uh, you know, to stay focused on the road because, you know, it's going to be hard to corral old uh, Coco out of here. You know, I kind of just got to get a trail of breadcrumbs going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, like, I imagine Coco's doing the dishes and, like, getting some more scones out of the oven. Yeah. He's doing the dishes as he dirties more dishes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're growing. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Uh, if we want to head out that way, about about how far out is it? And Catherine says, "Well, I mean, it'll it'll take you the better part of the afternoon, probably get close to evening before you, you know, even get close to the base of the mountain range up there, and then you gotta make your way into the gorge, and well, then from there, who knows? But you know, it's out it's out that way. Great, camping by starlight." Hey, there's no better not time to sleep than, than that, out in the plains underneath the stars. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Maybe there's even a meteor shower tonight. Oh. You discuss that as Catherine finishes making you all some little to-go bags. She says, well, y- y- y'all be safe out there, and uh, please do bring our Pokemon back. I-, I-, I hope you find everyone's, Ricky. All right, I- we'll do our best. Things are looking pretty rough out here. Yes, of course. 
we get the cowboy zoom in on Pearl. She puts her hand on Catherine. She goes, Missy, don't you worry. Don't you fret. I have a noble seed made of fire. <laughs> yeah! And then, like, we zoom out. <laughs> <laughs> With that, Pearl, Luca, and Ricky all ride into the afternoon sun, heading north toward the Kanoko Range in search of Howling Gorge and the missing Pokemon. We are the Merry-Gold Riders. We are the Merry-Gold Riders. We are the Merry-Gold Riders. And we ride for your lost Pokemon. That was my take on the three amigos. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we'll end this episode. (laughs) Yay, Adam! Oh, dude, I love this. Oh, that was so fun. This is so much fun. Hey, Daniel here from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go podcasting network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? We're a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy. Postcards from Poa and Crush Company Jr.